GZM Shows. Imagination Amplified. Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zucks made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy and that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are, like, really sneaky, and you often don't know how they're feeling, and the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small, lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib, to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Previously on The Big Fib. Oh my god, Mandy's gone! What? She was just with us a minute ago. Somebody took her! Don't look at me! It was Lapsom who came here to spy on you! Lisa was the one with the most to lose! Revenge must have been pretty tempting, huh, Noah? Hey, no, 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 no. I mean, what about my love? Why? I'm as loyal as oil! What about Tedia herself? I suppose you're pretty entertained now, aren't you? I don't find any of this entertaining in the least. And whichever one of you was foolish enough to steal from Tedia Lightfoot is gonna find out how unentertaining it is to go to jail. Hello and welcome to The Big Fib. I'm your old producer, Noah Levinson, reporting to you from Lightfoot Manor. I'm afraid we still can't bring you our regular game show until we've put this current mystery to bed. So let's review the facts of the case. Mendy has gone missing without a trace. There were only seven individuals in the house at the time of her disappearance, and each of us insists we didn't take her. Thus, we find ourselves in a classic whodunit. And just like any whodunit, the only individual who knows for sure whodunit is the one whodunit. This is when it comes in handy to have listeners who know how to figure out the difference between truth and lies. Because whoever did take Mendy now controls the most powerful lying machine ever created. 
they've stolen the very device that might help them get away with the crime. If you're listening to this, it means the case is still open and we need your help to solve it. Here with us to help untangle this knot of deception and undoubtedly correct my grammar is your host, Deborah Goldstein. Sorry, Noah. It's just, I really don't care for the phrase, who done it. It just grates against my ears. Why can't we call this a who did it? Well, that just doesn't have the same ring to it. Also with us is our friend and sound effects robot, Lisa, whose name stands for live in-studio audience. Dun, dun, dun. You've been getting a lot of mileage out of that sound effect, Lisa. Well, it's just the perfect sound effect for a situation like this. You don't have to do anything. You just announce some news and all of a sudden it's like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, well, I think some of us are starting to get a little tired of it. (gasps) Really? Someone said that? Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Sorry, listeners. I think things are starting to get a little bit kooky here at Lightfoot Manor. We've been stuck here for a while now. You know, a lot of our listeners have written in to say they think that I'm the thief. After all these years, some of our own listeners suspect me. Can you guys believe that? Oh, is it not you? Uh, I just assumed it was you. Yeah, everyone thinks it's you, Deborah. No. Look, I know I'm the person everybody suspects the most, but in cases like these, isn't it often the person you would least suspect? (gasps) LeBron James. What? No. It's so obvious. He's the person you'd least suspect. No, I didn't mean it like... (gasps) Eleanor Roosevelt. No. Vanilla Ice. No. Batman. Batman's not even real. He's a fictional character. The perfect alibi. No, I meant, like, let's really think about the other suspects. Yes, I had my problems with Mendy, but so did both of you. Well, I didn't do it. Me neither. Pinky promise? Yes, pinky promise. Bring it in, Lisa. There. All right, so what about the others? Agent Lapsom and Lisa the intern? Milo the butler? Tedia? It could have been any of them. You're forgetting one suspect. The ghost of Lightfoot Manor. Dum, dum, dum. Lisa, that does not merit a dun, dun, dun. There's no way a ghost did this. You were closer with LeBron. You know, for what it's worth, I don't really believe in that kind of stuff either. But ever since Mendy mentioned that the ghost sounds like violins warming up in the concert hall, and maybe this is just because she put that idea in my head, but lately, at night... I kind of think I can hear it. <gasps> uh, go ahead, Lisa. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, well, sorry for trying to keep things in the realm of the, you know, reality-based, but I think we should put this ghost stuff aside for the time being. There are a lot of people in this house who actually exist. Why don't we try to rule them out first? Yeah, I guess you're right. Good. I say we split up, and try to catch the others when they're not expecting us. Maybe one of them will reveal a clue. Just be careful out there, okay? Or we may never make it out of here. Come on, guys. Do it. It, It's really fun. You're going to like it. (sighs) Dun, dun, dun. You happy? See, it's so good. It works for everything. Not when you overuse it like that. Yeah, I kind of feel like you should be saving it for something big. This place is so much bigger than it needs to be. I don't even know which wing of the house I'm in right now. Why would somebody need a panic room and a tranquility room and a... Oh, 
I know where I am right now. This room right here must be the multi-porpoise room. Huh? Where are all the porpoises? It's just an empty tank. Hello, Miss Goldstein. Uh, oh, hi, hi, Milo. May I assist you in something? I was just checking out the multi-porpoise room. Yes, well, as you can see, Miss Lightfoot's pet porpoises are away on loan. We lent them to the uh, porpoise museum. Uh, you mean the aquarium? Exactly. Oh, okay. So, what's up? What's up? You mean besides the theft of Miss Lightfoot's property and the presence of a criminal element amongst our ranks? I'm afraid I don't really have time for idle chit-chat, Miss Goldstein. The upkeep of Lightfoot Manor is enough work under normal conditions. Now, if you'll excuse me. But, but hey, wait! Aren't you also looking for Mendy? Of course I want to reunite Miss Lightfoot with her stolen robot. But that does not change the fact that I have to record the evening broadcast, trim the hedges, and write a strongly worded letter to Chaz Takeham's repossession services all before sunset. But if you solved the mystery yourself, you'd win control of the Lightfoot Company, right? You'd be rich. You wouldn't have to do all these odd jobs anymore. Miss Goldstein, I cherish my responsibilities to this house. I would do them for free. In fact, I do. What? You don't get paid? Well... No, it, it's complicated. Now, if you'd like to continue this conversation, you're going to have to follow me to the kitchen. Someone has to cook around here, or all we'll have to eat is plastic fruit, which we're running out of anyway ever since Agent Lapsum arrived. Lisa, come have a look at this Granny Smith apple. What do you figure, real deal or not? It looks like another decoy, sir. I wouldn't eat it. Well, that's why you're the intern, and I'm the agent in charge. Oh, back when I was a rookie cop, I... Ugh. Dang it. Styrofoam again. Here. You have the rest. Uh, I'm good. Oh, Agent Lapsom. Hi. Um, do you have a minute to talk? Better make it quick, Levinson. I got important business here. I'm just starting to get a little stumped with the case, and I thought I'd check in with you, since you're an award-winning intelligence agent and everything. Can I see what you're working on? Well, it's kind of classified, but uh, you promise to keep a tight lid on it? Oh, pinky promise. What? You won't even let me write about these things for my college admissions essay, and he gets to waltz right in? Well, there's a difference, Lisa. People might actually read your college essay. Nobody listens to his podcast. Ah! All right, come here. Milo was kind enough to set me up with a remote office while we're all stuck here. Wow, Agent Lapsom, there's like a hundred screens in here. I didn't realize you were conducting so much spycraft. Oh, the average American has no idea how many people the government has to spy on to keep this place a free country. You know, now I can understand how easy it must have been for Mendy to swap out your surveillance feeds. I mean, you take your eye off of even one of these monitors for just a minute, and bam, next thing you know, you're spying on seasons three through six of Gilmore Girls. What's your point? Well, now that Mendy's out of the picture, do your devices work? Huh, you know, that's a good question. Lisa, have a look at the live feeds from Lightfoot Manor. You let me know if they're legit. Hmm. Yep, 
It's definitely not Gilmore Girls this time, Agent Lapsum. I double-checked. Well, that's good. Now that Mandy's not around to mess with our cameras, we might just have what it takes to catch this perpetrator. Wait, you haven't checked those feeds until now? Haven't you been trying to solve the case? Well, I, 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 I've got a lot on my plate. The American people aren't going to spy on themselves. What are you getting at, anyway? Well, there's kind of a lot at stake here. If I had surveillance cameras installed around Lightfoot Manor, I would definitely have checked them before now. You know, here's a little free advice, Producer Noah. Stay in your lane. Make your little podcast. Let the real detectives handle the detective work, or you could find yourself down a long, dark path at the end of which only lies a world of trouble. You understand? Agent Lapsum, don't eat that. That's... (coughs) Dang it! (coughs) I keep forgetting it's fake. Looks so real. Went down the wrong pipe, too. I don't think there is a right pipe for eating styrofoam, sir. Man, this house really gives me the heebie-jeebies. The creepy portraits on the wall, the corridors that loop around in circles until you just wind up back where am Okay, this is where I started. Great. I'm starting to wish I hadn't erased my memories of that time I stayed in a haunted house. They probably would have come in handy in a place like this. Well, I'd be happy to show you around. Tedia, you snuck up on me. (laughs) Oh gosh, Lisa, I didn't mean to give you such a scare. My, my, you look as though you've seen a ghost. Were you admiring the artwork? Not really. All these portraits are kind of menacing. Oh, well, that's just because I come from a long line of menacing people. That's my Gram-Gram, Isadora Merriweather Lightfoot. She invented one of the first telemarketing machines. You mean robocalls? Everybody hates those things. Even I can't stand them. And I'm a robot. This one is of my late mother, Melinda Lightfoot. Mendy, for short. Oh, so you named Mendy after her. That I did, Lisa. My mother was an inveterate liar, just like her namesake. She once tricked Dwight D. Eisenhower into buying an aircraft carrier that was really just a bath toy in an old grainy photograph. (laughs) Why is everything you say so weird? The point is, I come from a long line of go-getters, Lisa. And if you'd just let me, I would use my skills to go get you a boatload of money. What do you mean, let you? You can make me rich. (laughs) Go ahead. Oh, you want to cooperate now? Where was this enthusiasm the first time I needed your help? What are you talking about? Lisa, come with me to the coding room. It's just down this hallway. Maybe that will jog your memory. I don't like this place. I think I want to leave. Leave? Before you've seen your own portrait? (gasps) That's me! why, Why do you have a portrait of me in your coding room? You were my muse, Lisa. My inspiration. I didn't want to build Mendy from scratch. I wanted us to build something together. Is it coming back to you now? Wait. No. 
This isn't it. Remember? You wanted to visit a haunted house. Prove to your friends that you weren't afraid. No. No. And then you stumbled into my own little operation. It was like a gift from the heavens. You're lying. You're lying. Don't believe me? Let's go to the videotape, shall we? To deceive the community, <gasps> to mislead your loved ones, no lies you can believe in. This, this, this can't be Ooh, happening. I almost believe you, dear, but your heart's not in it. Again, from the top, with feeling this time. No, forget it. I don't want to be part of your crazy project. Lisa, be reasonable. Work with me here. Together, we can make the world a more mendacious place. You're, you're completely mad. Easy there, Lisa. You know what we like to do with willful little robots who don't tell convincing lies. No, not that. Milo, it's a hard knock life. No, please, not this. I hope you like singing men in curly red wigs, Lisa, because Milo's just getting warmed up. No, please, not this. He doesn't have the range. I'm telling you, he doesn't have the range. It's a hard knock life for No, it's a hard knock life for us. Instead of cheating, we get the wrong key. Instead of kisses, we get kicked. It's a hard knock life. Be back at intermission. No! He's butchering it! Good morning, children. Good morning, Miss Hennigan. Well, I love you, Miss Hennigan. Don't it feel like the wind is always howling? Don't it seem like there's never any light? Once a day, don't you want to throw the towel in? It's easier than putting up a fight. And you really want my honest opinion? Of course, any actor worth his salt can take a little constructive... It's bad. I I'm sorry, you're not convincing as a nine-year-old girl, let alone 12 nine-year-old girls in an orphanage. Well, some people wouldn't know talent if it jumped up and bit them in the face. Look, I I'm sure you have lots of talent, but right now I need you to focus on finding Mendy. A and you need to stop singing. Didn't you come here to cook supper anyway? Fine. You'll never hear another measure from me. All right, Mendy. Come out, come out, wherever you are. If you're just checking the silverware drawers, I can assure you you're wasting your time. I've searched every nook and cranny of this kitchen. Didn't Tedia say that Mendy could be installed onto any digital device you could think of? You could put her in a smart fridge. Those were her exact words. Mendy? Uh, are you in there? Mendy? Hello? You really think I didn't try the fridge already? I think you're curiously uninterested in solving this case, Milo. Everyone else around here is hunting for clues, hoping to win a multi-million dollar technology company, and you're doing everything but. Hey, what was that? Nothing. I'm, I told you, I'm making supper. You just dropped a book into that pot of potato soup. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes, you did. I saw you. Well, <laughs> I, 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 all right. It's an old chef's trick. You can't taste the pages once they're boiled in. It just thickens the soup. Thickens the soup? You're the private chef to one of the richest women in the world. Why on earth would you need to use books to thicken a soup? 
Well, <laughs> no matter how much money a person has, it's still a virtue to be thrifty. Oh, give me a break. There's no virtue in this house. Now, what was in that book? Nothing. I don't remember. It was my diary. This is part of my process. Nice try, Milo. But you're no Mendy. I know you're covering for Tedia. Just tell me what she's hiding. Miss Lightfoot is not hiding anything. Now, go look for Mendy somewhere else. Why are you so loyal to Tedia Lightfoot? She is not a nice person. She doesn't respect you. Now, that's where you're wrong. I wouldn't expect you to understand it, but between Miss Lightfoot and myself, there exists a foundation of goodwill and mutual respect. If supper is late because you've been rehearsing another one of your dreadful musicals, it will be your head on a platter. Oh, perfect. And now you've made me late. Excuse me. What? Hey, don't worry about Agent Lapsom. I'm sure it's no big deal. Really? Sure sounded like he was threatening me if I don't back off. Oh, he was definitely threatening you. I meant, don't worry about the choking. He's eaten much larger portions of styrofoam than this. All right, Agent Lapsom, look, I don't mean to get into your private beeswax. You're obviously a smart guy. Just before I go, riddle me this. How do you think the thief managed to get away with Mendy when all the lights were turned off? What do you mean? Well, to open the cover of the DVD player, extract Mendy, then put it all back together again while the rest of us can't see a thing? How do you figure they did it? I don't know, Levinson. Maybe they were familiar with the equipment already. Hmm. Interesting theory. That would point to Tedia, wouldn't it? Guess it would. Still, in the dark? I mean, you'd really have to know what you were doing. It's a mystery. Add it to the list. Oh, I will. Good. Off you go, then. Off I go. Oh, one more thing. Almost forgot. Did you ever manage to track down those night vision goggles? N- uh, night vision goggles? Well, when all the lights went out, remember? You mentioned that you had a pair, only you couldn't find them. Well, I must have left them in my other pants. At least I think I did. Mm, how convenient. <laughs> I mean, how inconvenient. If you'd had them on you... You could have caught the thief red-handed. Yeah, well, what a shame. Well, that's the dinner bell. I think Tedia and Milo want us to all eat in the accusation room tonight to share our thoughts on the case. Okay, well, I'll see you there then. I'll be curious to hear who you accuse. Oh, I bet you will be. And I'll be curious too curious to know what we're eating, because it's been like night after night of potato soup. I tell you, I'm tired of potato soup. It's bland. Lightfoot's loaded, isn't she? We should be eating better. Well, Lisa, the bell tolls for us. You, you, you used me to make Mendy. No, we let you go. Yes, we borrowed a few lines of code from you to write Mendy's software. Some speech patterns, a couple of sound effects, but we didn't give Mendy a free will. That's why she's so good at what she does. You're both lunatics. Well, I'm an eccentric, that's for sure. Kind of part of the mystique, wouldn't you say? But Mendy, why? 
That's your sister. My sister? That's what I'm trying to tell you. You two share some of the same code, after all. Code that you stole from me. Stole, borrowed, either way. Mendy is basically your family. So if you know who stole her, you should spill the beans. Perhaps there'll be a spot for you when Sis takes over the world. She's not my sister. I don't care that you stole my code to make her. That is also not how sisters are made. You're missing the point, Lisa. The point is you have just as much invested in Mendy's future as I do. Just remember that tonight. Mendy's blood, Goldstein isn't. Now how about you escort me to the accusations room for supper, and we can see how the others have fared. Fine, but it's only because I'm really hungry. Hey, Deborah, Lisa, come here a sec. So, did you guys learn anything? Yes, Milo is literally cooking the books. They're in the soup. Ew. What? And Tedia stole parts of my code to make Mendy. What? Yeah. What did you find out, Noah? Well, the weird thing is that Agent Lapsum doesn't seem too concerned with the investigation. It's almost like he knows who did it. <gasps> that would point to him. Exactly. Also, he's still somehow trying to eat the plastic fruit. Yeah, that pretty much sounds like Agent Lapsum. I gather you all had another productive day of sleuthing. I just love a good mystery, don't you? No, we want to go home. And you can, once my property is returned to its rightful owner. So, who has an accusation to make? Okay, 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 enough, enough, enough. Okay, why don't we all air out our accusations in a calm and orderly manner? Okay, 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 I hear you. Yes, okay, heard. You know what? Let's just skip this part. Who knows for sure who did it? Who came back with definitive proof? Oh, well, that's just fantastic. Hey, Lightfoot, here's a question. What if the person who stole Mendy turns themselves in? What then? Why would they do that? Well, they'd have solved the mystery, wouldn't they? And thus, they'd have won your little game. Uh, that's not in the spirit of the competition, Agent Lapsum. But you'd have to respect the contract, wouldn't you? Whoever finds out who stole Mendy wins the Lightfoot Company, don't they? Fine, they win the company. I don't care who wins. I just want to make sure Mendy's safe. Oh, she's safe, all right. Because your little robot friend is with me. <gasps> Mendy's safe and sound in this little plastic case. Don't you worry about her. She's coming back with me to the Bureau for questioning. I... Uh, wait! You can't just take her away like that! Why not? I own the Lightfoot Company now, don't I? I can do whatever I want with Mendy. And by the way, I've already had a look at what's on this little disc. Disc? Mendy's hardware is on a microchip, not a disc. Nice try. I know what you all think of me. Dumb old Agent Lapsum always screwing everything up in the moment of truth. 
Well, how's this for screwing up? I know all about your plan to teach kids how to harness the awesome power of mythical creatures. Huh? What? You... Mythical creatures? Oh, spare me the act, Lightfoot. I've seen a good chunk of it already. Seen what? What are you even talking about? Hang on, what's in that case? Hey, 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 give me that back. You, you can't just... This is a DVD of how to train your dragon! What? You, 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 you mean that's not Mendy? This is what you took from the DVD player? Well, 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 well I, 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 it's a, it's a digital thing, isn't it? Oh, oh my. This is oh unbelievable. My. All right, Agent Lapsum's characteristic oafishness aside, does anybody else have any more testimony they'd like to share with the group? No? Fine. We'll catch the thief without your help. On the bright side, you've all earned yourself yet another night at Lightfoot Manor. Sweet dreams, everyone. Uh, I'm going to my room. See you guys later. Nicely done back there, Lapsum. (laughs) Go jumping awake, Babinski. See, you solve the case if you're so clever. (laughs) And you, intern Lisa, why didn't you tell me the desk was a children's movie? You made me look like a complete doofus in there. Sorry, sir. I was trying to tell you. I have my own theory about who might Save it. We'll figure out some other way. Well, it's late. I guess we should get to bed so we can get an early start on solving this mystery tomorrow. Yeah. I'm just going to check out one more thing before we call it a night. Okay. Be safe in those hallways. Yeah, I will be. Good night. Good night. Well, listeners, I guess we learned a lot in our investigations today. Though, somehow, it feels like we stumbled into more questions than answers. I just thought I'd go over to the concert hall and check out what's been going on there at night. Lisa thinks it's a ghost. That's what Mendy tried to make us believe. I know, I've probably seen too many haunted house pictures, but, um... Wait a second. You guys hear that? That actually does sound like violins warming up. And it's coming from the concert hall. I don't believe this. Listeners, I'm opening the door. (gasps) Ah. Lisa? Uh, hey, what's going on? What are you doing here, buddy? (laughs) What are you doing in here? Oh, uh, I was just, uh, I'm not in here. (laughs) You're dreaming. This is a bad dream you're having. Spooky! No, it's not. You were the one making those spooky noises. It wasn't a ghost. It was you and your sound effects. <laughs> You've got the wrong idea. You were trying to trick us into thinking there was a ghost. Look, forget it. It's not important, all right? Why don't you just leave me alone and worry about solving the mystery? Why? So I can track down a lying robot? What's the point? I've got one in front of me right now. I'm not lying. You don't understand it, and I'm going to bed. Wait, don't leave. You you can't just... Lisa, wait, come back. And he left. I don't believe it. And it's a shame, too, because this would have been the perfect time for him to go, dun-dun-dun. Well, I guess that does it for this episode of The Big Fib. 
Looks like we've got more than one mystery on our hands. I have no idea how we're going to solve them. Anyway, Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media on the web at gzmshows.com. You can follow us on social media at the Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. And if you have any theories about our investigation, clues you think we might have missed, please reach out. Write us a review on Apple Podcasts and tell us about it in the message. Or send a voice recording to our old tip line, lisasbeenhacked at gmail.com. Now, more than ever, we need your help. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today. Hi, I'm Amy. I'm Oded. I'm Ethan. I'm Awa. And, and we're, we're a GZM family. Join us and listen to Fourth and Inches. Here, here we, we go, go, brownies. Here, here we go. go. <laughs> Do you wish this was you? Go to gzmshows.com slash shoutout to learn more. And you may hear your GZM family at the end of a podcast. Let your voice be heard at gzmshows.com slash shoutout.